91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. And welcome back to that Napping Through Happy Hour podcast where we talk real life, real drama, in real time. I'm Marie. And I'm Katie. Hello. Oh, and, <laughs> and there's the, the dog that's still with us, <laughs> Charlie. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> she just, I said, of course, you know, I said, there's a God. He left me with the one I had that tests my patience, so maybe I need to work on some things. Charlie. <laughs> Hey, hey, we're recording. He doesn't care. Hey, Charlie, we're recording right now. Like, Charlie, you know what it is? It's like somebody's probably just in the breezeway. And he just thinks that he... And the funny thing about him is he gets all excited and gets all like... And then he runs away from every, like, real problem. So it's, it's nice to have a very protective dog who doesn't even try to protect... Always <laughs> He's the one that if somebody broke in, uh, he would just bark and then that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but he nips at friends, so it's always a weird thing. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, he's a nipper. Those of you looking to invade Marie's house. Yeah. Watch your Please stop for one. Um, <laughs> uh, Marie's gone through enough. Yeah. <laughs> how's it going, dude? Like how how's how's life been? Um, a little, I mean, um, it's just busy right now. This week has been busy. Um, I don't know if I've told you this, I, but it's funny that I don't know that we've talked about, I'm going to Paris next week. Holy shit. Okay. I do remember you said that you were going out of town, um, but I never, I was like, oh, she's just going out on town for business. And I literally, I like remembered thinking that and being like, no, you dumbass. <laughs> and she's not going out of town for business. Um, wow. Oh, wait. No, you may have told me this. Um, you're going with like a bunch of family and friends, right? Yeah, for a wedding. Yeah. That's right. That's right. How long are you going to be out there for? I'll be out there till the 10th. So I'll be back in time to actually take for the 11th. It's just the 4th I won't be able to. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But oh. yeah, I'm excited. But um it was really cute yesterday. The some of the more, more responsible cousins 
got together on a phone call to kind of plan out our days and buy tickets and things like that. And we were all laughing at our mothers who are just uh, <laughs> not big trip planners. So that's like, we're the kids who travel, like all of us right. have traveled. And then there's our moms who like, one is like, nobody's telling me anything. Nobody's bought me tickets for anything. And then I talked to her daughter and she's like, oh, she's fine. She's got tickets to everything we're doing. I was like, good. <laughs> and then there's my mom who was like, do I get cash now or later? Or do I go to the bank? Okay, let me go to the bank. Um, what do I do next? And I'm just like, I had to like, she's like, hey, can you text mom, my dress? Your dra- mom has traveled, right? She has, but here it's funny. I think Sweden, she kind of has down packed. She knows the deal. Um, and I just think it's just different for her going to Paris. Um, but what I did is I wrote out um, this like document where it's got like where I'm staying, where you're staying, how you get around, what we're all doing on each day, how much Your people owe planning. each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um like I have a spreadsheet. I think I talked about the spreadsheet where yes. you put in what you purchased and it splits it up into what people owe. Yeah. So, yeah. So um I'll have to share that with you because it's a it's amazing. And so as people pay me I take it off and it readjusts the numbers and um that's incredible wait yeah do you remember what it's called by any chance um actually i don't remember let me see actually let me just open it up because what's great is it's still got the little um whoever made it it's a little like watermark on there oh okay so which you know cool i'm looking (laughs) i'm looking (laughs) that's okay that's totally fine oh somebody on skillshare perfect yeah all right so i will i can forward it to you though and it's great alchen excel connoisseur well thanks alchen thanks alchen yeah um but yeah and we're going to disneyland paris which i'm really excited about i hear it's not that great but it's still like disneyland paris which you know what i mean like i want to just go i've been to disney world i've been to disneyland i want to go to disneyland paris that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see like photos and like hear about your whole time. And um, have you been to uh, Paris before at all? Uh, I have. Okay. I'm not that impressed by Paris. Um, okay. People are, are kind of mean. Um, that is not a stereotype. I think they just, well, here's the thing. Being American and traveling is always interesting, period, because they have all sorts of things about us. And then being a fat American, I just kind of play into their stereotypes. Oh, God. <laughs> and so it's, but I, I mean, I've always had a good time traveling. I've traveled a lot on my own. Something I'm scared of, but Paris is like New York to me. It's like, you've been there a couple of times and you like it or you don't. And it's okay to me. Like uh, New York, I only go to like, hang out with friends and go to musicals and Broadway shows. But like, other than that, I could take it or leave it. In France, I'm going to eat really well. We're doing a food walking tour. After the one we we did in Chicago, I'm like, this is the best way to see a city. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening. Yeah. And then uh, it sounds like you might be having somebody uh, come out to, uh, to watch the, the pets 
as well. Is this a new person? I'm guessing it is. Um, I I found them on Rover, so I'm hoping that oh, the cool. meet and greet goes well. Um, I've had good experiences with Rover so far. I can't yeah. imagine. I mean, everybody's background check. You get they have their full names. If anybody does anything crazy, I like I'll know who they are. Just sure. Uh, um, but also, like, this guy is highly reviewed. I didn't want a young kid in here because I'm like, oh, a young kid with alone in an apartment. Like, that's going to be too exciting. Because I remember my friend used to house sit and had me over all the time. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> Very <Not> fair. Because... <laughs> like... Especially when it's a new place and it's like you're finally kind of like nesting and getting your yeah. own spot. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but, uh, I'm just hoping my dog does not act like a complete asshole and, um, doesn't scare him away. Cause we don't have much time left to find somebody else. <laughs> totally. 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 Oh, yeah. that's good. Well, good. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait yeah. to do the follow-up on that. That's going to be so exciting. <laughs> we were thinking about not going at first because we were like, oh, people are going to think that we're using the donation money for a trip to Paris. And I was like, I really. If anyone deserves it, it's you guys. Like you guys have been through (laughs) hell and back. And like, this was sort of something that you guys had already been planning to begin with. So like that money was already set aside for that. Yeah, it was. And also if anybody is, if anybody is parsing what their donation is being used for, like, then don't donate to people. <laughs> like, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, that was one of the things that always bugged me. Like, um, I remember in the early church days um, when mm. we would donate to certain things, and it was like, well, what if they use it for drugs or whatever? Like church people, I was like, why does it matter what we tell them to use the donation with? Like, yeah, if you're donating you're donating like yeah, that, the yeah. money is no longer yours like it, it yeah. is theirs to do with what they need to be an emotionally healthy human being like who knows yeah. what it, it's for and who who fucking cares <laughs> um and if you if you think that that money is gonna go to ill repute then like don't yeah. donate <laughs> i always find it funny too because i feel like i hear that the most from church members um, yeah and you know, I the Bible has a lot of rules about being pretty generous. So yeah. it's weird to me that they're the first ones to like put up rules, put up rules, put up like sort of whatever they think it's supposed to be. It's almost it's like a version of control where it's like, oh, sorry, your money is not going towards you controlling how this is being used. Which is the same thing to tithing, in my opinion, <laughs> where it's like, if you are tithing regularly to your church, yeah, you probably want to know where that money is going, what it's being used for, for sure. But that's when you become a deacon or a member of a church board or something like that, if that's what you want. If you're donating to a person who's lost a bunch and who's you know, gone through hell and back and you want to know what they're using it for... I'd suggest not donating yeah. personally. Yeah. And luckily the donations went a long way. I mean, we have to, we had to fill like every day. I'm like, Oh, we have to buy something else. Um, yeah. Like it's really like today I was like, Oh, you don't have a cat pooper scooper. 
because I've been trying, I have one of those ones that sifts, yeah. but I'm using a different kitty litter now. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a small thing, but it's another thing I had before have and I have to buy now. Um, yeah. You know. Where that money is going for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible how much just all of the little things that we accrue over so many years yep. end up costing when you have to do it all at once. Like, yes. of course, it's like, oh, sure. Like, you know, a, a couple of like blankets or something like that may not be a big of a deal just randomly throughout the year. But when it's your own clothing, when it's your own, you know, sheeting, when it's your own toiletries, when it's your pets stuff, all that stuff adds up. And so it makes sense that like, however much that you guys got is probably going straight to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel blessed to have it. I'm lucky that we can buy as much, but yeah, it's a, uh, it, it it adds up it adds up uh, and that's why it was funny because my friend's like you need to do another fundraiser and i was like oh no at first it's like no 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 need we got a big chunk of money and then i was like oh maybe we could do one more <laughs> just to get totally extras, but yeah yeah because all that stuff that you accrue as you're going like especially when you're without a job like that's yeah. that's so many random like you don't even think about it like batteries for whatever yeah. you know like yeah. and those oh, can I end up plastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like it's the random stuff so that was something so i uh i know i talked to you about this um and I totally understand that this kind of escaped your mind because you've got a lot of things going on. But um, Matt Kelly and I were talking and I was, I called him up at one point. And I was like, Hey, do you mind if I just like pick your brain really quick? <laughs> because he runs a lot of uh, fundraisers for the Geekscape network. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. I just want to help some way. Mm. And he came up with the greatest idea of you, um, coming up with like an Amazon wish list, sort of like a registry like we had for our wedding, but like just like the, the random stuff that you just need or like whatever, putting that together. And then I can compile like a, some kind of QR code or something, or like we can do an ad that we can do across the Geekscape network in order to drive traffic to that so that people could donate specific items or whatever or donate money um okay. even if it's like i don't know a fake like not registry that like is like hey here's our honey fund for living our lives in san francisco <laughs> you know yeah right Ugh. something you know whatever is like the easiest thing to compile that we can send people to and then just be able to get you guys the best help as quickly as possible well i'm actually i actually have a list of everything that like i want or need going i've got a amazon list Great. so i can pass that off to you because that would be amazing um yes yeah <laughs> send that off to me we'll we'll come up with um like uh some kind of an ad campaign or or something um forgive me it's like <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to utilize every skill that i have 
and like do it effectively without it just kind of like flopping by the wayside (laughs) you know like I I don't want it to like just not be like given attention to um so I'm trying to figure out like the best ways even if we do like another live stream or something like that where it's like somehow we raise money to or like we we get something going I don't know I like some something's gotta happen where we can help you guys out and get the things that you need yeah it, I mean I've got I've got a list and I add to it all the time so I can send that your way easily perfect <laughs> all perfect. right I will do that um yeah send it my way and I'll I'll maybe come up with like a bitly link or something something to shorten it so that we can just uh be like hey uh put this in your phone and and, uh send them whatever yeah thank you i appreciate that of course oh in other news i got a job offer today you got a job offer today yeah um i'm waiting to hear back because i didn't say yes right away because I interviewed somewhere else too that like I really like as well, but they pay a lot less. This job is gonna not, of course, this is not paying me as much as I made before. Um, mm. I think it'll be a while before I'm making that much money again. But for now, this is it, it's sustainable, and I could pay my bills, and it's more than enough uh, to get by. Um, but I said, how do I have to come in the office? Because I didn't know that for sure. The the wording on the uh, job description is a little weird about it and I was like do I have to come into the office and she says I think it's fully remote but and you have to be on site for events I was like let me know because that that's the deal breaker and I was like that's I was like I would love to work there so I'm really glad that I'm like asking for what I need because I really? want to work remote period yeah yeah and you've discovered that over the last couple of jobs yeah yeah and the other one's fully remote um so the other one and we could like this out um is geeks who drink and i i did really well at the interview so we'll see i you know i'll know by uh friday if i got that job so i really wanted to hedge my bets i guess or whatever they call it (laughs) to get what i needed um but what's great about the the one that i got offered today is it's working with the community here um it would be working with like formerly incarcerated individuals black men who don't have access to health care so just a lot of these people marginalized communities that don't really have access to medical mental health Um, they help them get jobs and learn skills and i'm just like why wouldn't i want to be a part of that like that's so amazing. amazing yeah um and I, I'm, I'm really like, I really love so like, re, especially reentry programs. You know, I think shooting people out of jail and prison and just saying good luck to you is mm-hmm. how you know is why people end up back in jail and prison. You know, um, yeah. so I really, love, you know, in a community like Oakland, I know it's important to make sure these people can get out and succeed. So yeah, and yeah. thrive. Yeah. I'm excited. That's huge. Wow. That's a lot. (sighs) Yeah. So I'm just been quite, what's great too is like, I wouldn't have to start to like the 23rd, which will still give me some time to chill, Mm -hmm. you know, give me time to like get myself together, get the house a little bit more together. Um, And uh, 
take my vacation without worrying. Yeah. So it would be nice. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. It yeah. seems like a, a lot of good stuff is kind of coming your way and yeah. so needed. <laughs> yeah. this I, I, I needed a break from the bad news. <laughs> Yeah, we need a day off. So, a day you need a life off. We know something. Oh, I know. Um. Anyways, how how was your last week? Oh, it's all right. It's. When I go on hiatus, I always have like the first week of like, I'm so excited to just be able to do whatever I want to do. I go and work out. I make like meals from scratch. I do all this stuff. Uh, And then I apply to unemployment and they make my life miserable (laughs) because they're like, why are you unemployed again? I'm like, I work in the film industry. Why the fuck do you think? (laughs) Yeah, right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this week, this week especially has been kind of taxing and hard. Um, it's been, I, I have been playing Starfield, which has been great. Um, and that. it's like, oh, it's I, honestly, I like the more I play Starfield and the more I like think about it, the more I'm like, I feel like you would be a really, you would really enjoy RPGs like this. Um, I think I like, even though I don't have the, next box yet i have or i have it in my wish like not wish list but save for later yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i get that of it. i yeah i mean it, i i still think that the playstation 5 is like really more up your alley but like at the same time uh, it's i mean the playstation 5 is so much more expensive and yeah you know there's just so much uh to discuss on that one but um it, it's it's nice when you're unemployed to have random fucking tasks scattered throughout the universe um, <laughs> to do, and I'll, but then like I keep going like, oh, I'm not really accomplishing anything, and so I've I've just been like beating the pavement of like, okay, what can I do in order to be a better performer and so i'm looking at more classes um you know trying to perform as much as i can um it's i i don't do well with sitting idly by and one of the things that i kept thinking about um was i just i don't want to be a couch person (laughs) okay because that's exactly what i was all of 2020 i just sat on the couch and you know like just bloated up uh apart from working at the company that we did and and you know like i i need that balance but like i guess one of my biggest fears lately has just been like i don't want the only impression i leave in this life to be on the couch (laughs) fair that's uh, i get it i get it (sighs) i i don't think that's gonna happen to you i don't think you have to worry about that like i don't know you um when you don't want to do something, like, I don't know. I feel like when you want something, you just do it. So, um, uh, I get it. Uh, I really like have fought on my own, like this lifestyle that I lived at, like why wanting to work remote, but also knowing that it's bound me to the house. Um, yeah, sometimes it's difficult, but I think that, um, when 
you set your mind to something, you're very intentional. And I don't think that that's going to, you know, you're, you're still going to get out. You're going to have your, I don't know what bread strolls or what is, <laughs> weed walks. Weed walks. That's which is I actually, like. yeah, which actually we, we have been cutting back. We haven't really been doing it. Um, and make it a wine walk, make it a, make it, make it a wine walk. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we've been kind of, and like, it's funny how like emotionally unstable I've been like not doing it. Cause I like at a certain, it's like a certain point day, like, four o'clock <laughs> i'm like okay that chill button yeah I, I do and it, i think that was the one thing that was helping me just sit still was just if i if i took an edible and sit on the couch like i could so much easier just sit and watch shows for hours or play a video game for hours or just like be in one spot um and now I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What? How am I? How am I not maximizing every single second uh, of every single day? And, um, you know, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think like too. I, I don't know how to say this as as be, as well as other people have said it. But like, productivity and uh, like having to be doing something all the time is like a consequence of capitalism like yes. not like what we're really meant to do like as humans like um we have all of these things available to us so we can rest but we don't allow ourselves to rest like our, like all these advances in technology and we won't let ourselves take a day off or like or w- feel bad when we take time off you know it's, and, it's that, and that's and that's the thing if i'm stoned I don't care. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. great, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll have yeah. a couple munchies or whatever. Like, oh, I can totally do it. When I'm not, it's like my mind is going a mile a fucking minute. And yeah. it's like, you're just going to sit here and uh, play this video game and earn credits in this video game that, like, ultimately doesn't do anything for you? Like, what are you, what are you really doing? Yeah. And it's it's hard to grasp because it's just like there are there's only a few things I can do acting wise because we're still on strike, which, by the way, uh, as I'm sure you may have heard, but the WGA uh, has struck a tentative deal Mm -hmm. uh, with AMPTP and it's right now it's in relegation. It's it's being looked over. All their lawyers are looking it over and everybody has to vote. And I think by probably next Monday or something like next Monday, in the time that we're recording this, it's going to, it's going to be a fairly official SAG is another story. And um, we're going to have to do a lot more negotiations on top of it. And then also the video game industry, similar process. So it's like, those things like it as great as it is especially for mark and for writing it, like that stuff taken off it's it's going to be golden and everybody can get back to work on that respect for the actors for the performers it's mm. gonna take more time and i got a good feeling a lot of us are not going to get back to work until after the new year um mm-hmm. which blows um but and and who knows i it's just okay so i don't have any like side gigs that i can go and perform at or go and do because it's just not available um i did 
do a commercial audition because commercials are still running pretty pretty heavily um but but it's like okay so there's only so many things that i can apply to there's only so many things that i can audition for and once that like limit has been hit it's like all right now what and then Mm -hmm. i'll go pick it i'll go pick it i just i went to disney today and i picketed um (laughs) and then i got back and i was like we need to go out to lunch because I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but it's exactly what we were talking about with Janae last week. It's like, I know I need to rest. I know I need to take this time and appreciate it. And I do this every single time we go on hiatus from working with Amazing Race. But it's just like I constantly in these times of just full days of not doing anything legitimate I feel very unproductive mm. and I feel like like I feel like a freeloader <laughs> oh no you know it, it's just it's one of those things where I just like I know I'm not I know it like it's almost like I feel like I've, I've done my rest um why mm. can't I just work more and I know that that is also a toxic thing of corporate you know socialism (laughs) um thinking that like if i'm not earning money i'm not useful uh and i'm okay like i i truly am totally okay whether or not edd fucking gets their act together or not um we're we're gonna be okay but my god (laughs) i i I hate not doing anything (laughs) Yeah, you know, maybe it's time to write that book. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Mark's writing the book. I, I I, have no book to write. I have no show to write. I have no, like, one woman show to write. Like, I have nothing that I am thinking of creatively. And that's why I'm like, give give me your Amazon wish list and I'll make something out of it. Uh, but maybe, here's the thing, maybe you need to take the time to be inspired to do something. Like, you, you know, yeah. you're fresh off. You know, fresh. it's not, you know, maybe it's, you haven't given yourself time to decide what you want to do with your time. That's a good point. It's a very good yeah. point. Yeah. Just take the first, how long has it been? uh since we were we finished amazing race yeah uh a week maybe <laughs> okay yeah 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 chill <laughs> but i get it you can't, it's hard to but just yeah i mean sometimes it's just a message you have to keep sending to yourself like yeah you know let let yourself get to that point where you can be inspired to do something or you know um uh you know Maybe we think of a different segment to do with the podcast and we film, we tape twice a a week, you know, I don't know, I'm going to be working remotely, so I'll have the time, Um, you know, you know, I don't know, just it's a, as somebody who like, I think it's almost three months now that I haven't been working like officially, I've had, I have jobs, but you know, not, yeah, no, I, nine to five, right? As as I do as well. Like I have the yeah. side gigs and things like that, but like, but they're not jobs. They're not like, right. oh, I have to clock in at this time and do this work. Otherwise, right. you know, I'll get let go. Even though that will happen, no matter what I do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give yourself some time. You know. Uh, I think one week 
and having an exit. <laughs> like maybe you're even gonna like grow out of this existential crisis. You know what I mean? Like even like maybe it's just that first week of you know that roller coaster of emotions. Um, I don't know. I I I don't see you as somebody who like if you don't want to be idle with your time, I guarantee you you will figure out something. If you don't want twenty twenty Katie to be 2023 katie i know that you're not gonna let that happen and honestly maybe this is the year you become a professional gamer and you're like number one i don't know you never know i just say every time i log into fortnite now i'm like there is no chance in hell i could ever do this professionally because i just get fucking domed out of nowhere and i'm like what the hell those kids they they really do like uh humble you very quickly um it's I feel so bad because mark is really enjoying playing and i'm like i i had to quit on him the other day we were squatting up the other day and i was just like i can't do this i can't i got so much i was like honey you keep playing i can't do this this is oh. way too frustrating oh that sucks and it sucks when like you see the other players who are the same level or lower than you that are like just ripping you a new one. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even be like, oh, they're fucking sweat. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they're level 300. Of course they killed me. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh no, this is just how it is now. <laughs> this is our new life. This is yeah. why you suck. <laughs> I, I have been logging on every once in a while. Um, I have been playing now. It's I've been playing this game called Overcooked. That's the game I'm playing. The one that you said that you like actively cuss at. <laughs> yeah, I just hate it. It makes me so angry, <laughs> and I'm in. Like I'm stuck. I Why? can't put it down. I can't put it down. Why do we do that? Why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. Why do we play the yeah. games that make us the most frustrated? Yeah, because I think it's when you win it. It's just so. <laughs> yeah it's like yes <laughs> fucking finally <laughs> it's so funny. Motherfucker. yeah it's like that's what you it's funny nico everyone's all over, like i'll say something like yeah bitch and they're like you know what <laughs> no they're like no 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 don't you start <laughs> like yeah and then i i'll get real I'll, I'll get real cocky and be like why did they even think they could mess with me today like <laughs> especially in Fortnite, i'm like why are they trying to kill me they should have known oh it's so bad and then i you know die by get killed by a five-year-old you know seconds later but right yeah right and then they but, emote the same way that i would emote and just be like haha i killed you yes where like i it's funny because like when i do that after killing someone i'm just like yeah fuck it i finally got a kill and then <laughs> when someone does that to me i'm like oh fuck this fucking guy <laughs> yeah I, like take yeah. it more personally when someone else does it to me. how dare you <laughs> oh that's just rude oh you child <laughs> i'm like oh someone the same age as me just as frustrated after a long day just being like i finally did something <laughs> yeah true true it's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, How funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's 
and it's funny too because mark is trying to write his book and and he's he's hitting some mental blocks and i all i want to do is just like feed him food or <laughs> like, I, like i don't know i'm like what can i do what how, how can i help and he's just like it's just it's just not there today and i'm like i get that i totally get that and i'm like oh shit i'm in that place too i don't know what to do so i'm just kind of flailing for purpose <laughs> i'm just like hey how can i help you how can i help you oh it's ridiculous uh and i i never realized just like how much weed calmed me down (laughs) yeah it it can really be you know i don't smoke as much as i used to right um but definitely if i can get it the right time right space because i've definitely gotten high at the wrong times um uh it really is like oh at least that did it (laughs) you know um Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. Um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. You, uh, looking forward to anything in the coming week aside from planning for your Paris trip? Um, I am stage by, oh, oh, I didn't tell you about the Folsom, Folsom. The Folsom, yes, Folsom Street. You have to tell me about this. Oh, I'm stage managing again this weekend. For, for the same uh, thing. Well, for the same producer, uh, definitely different. This one's family friendly. Um, okay, good. Essentially, <laughs> Folsom is a place where you will actively see sex. Like people are ha- having sex on the street, right? Like it's oh. like yeah. Um, oh. you see men on men, women on women, men on women, women on men, like three men on one man. I don't know. You just see shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. And you see people getting flogged and beaten and you know, getting wax poured on them. Consensually, I'm hoping. Yes, oh, all consensual. Um please that we, we would hope. Um it looks most of it looks consensual. Okay. So we or the after party and <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I so there were rules about where you could have sex and where you could do stuff and who could do stuff. And 
I tell you, being the sex police at a party is not fun. You had to be the sex police? I had to tell people at our party to stop having sex and stop. No, what yeah, like, is like, that so even? This is me like tapping the shoulder of people, like oh. mid cock and mouth, like and just like you can't do stop. that here, baby. Yeah, like it was always like you can't do that here, baby. I'm sorry. I was like, you got to go downstairs in the dungeon. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no! <laughs> I think they're mad. My God. Oh. <laughs> This is why Nico is like, I never want to work this event ever again. Yeah, they're like, oh, God. I thought you were just like stage managing as in like, you know, ushering in like the talent or like, or whatever. Well, you literally had to be a bouncer for people just actively having sex. That's the majority of what I did was stage managing, but I was also helping that out. And like, we, there were so many people when we were spread then, like that was part of what, you know, the things I was doing. Um, and I t- just they were doing there was like one corner in particular okay had like couches and chairs and stuff oh god and so of course that had to get utilized oh god um, yeah so and it's funny because Nico had like they were they were DJing most of the night and they had great sets they were having a good time and I'm like Me of course not. they were because they didn't have to <laughs> <laughs> Nico was like, I just killed it. I was like, I bet you did. I, meanwhile, I just killed the mood. Like <laughs> you're like, I did it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're sweaty. They're like, yeah, right. And I'm like, oh God, Nico, like, you don't even understand what's going on in my life right now. But and then, oh, but it's funny too, because it's like there's also, you know, all these events, they hire security, and you know these kids do not know that they're, what they're getting into when they sign up for these shifts and this one kid was like yo he's like <laughs> oh, no. but obviously straight kids like you know what I mean like just oh, not God. really in into it and I, he was like I, I didn't know what to do I was like well next time you see it just tell me and I'll break it up and he's like this is ridiculous I want to go I want to go <laughs> Oh no! I hope they were paid well. I hope you were paid well. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, um, I was paid well. I'm sure they were as well. But they like is all these young kids. Like there was like five or six of them. Um, and I know that they did not know what they were getting into at all. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, no. I, I feel bad for the person who had to be secure the dungeon. That's where there was really stuff going on. Oh, yeah. No downstairs. Kidding. Like, did you ever cross paths with? Okay. Yeah. I, you I were like, stayed, I can't do I it. I stayed in my lane. I stayed in my lane. I saw what I needed to see, <laughs> and I was out. You can tell me to not even put this in if you want but what was the craziest fucking shit you saw (laughs) oh no Um, no, i I mean i don't know crazy actually it wasn't too crazy i mean okay i've seen two men having sex before i i have well i guess because i've been fulsome more than once um um but it's so much rougher <laughs> with two dudes. 
just like, Jesus. But I saw some girl. Oh, no. I'm not going to actually, let me, some For the listener, Marie is rubbing her eyes as though to rub away the memory uh, of what happened. Yeah. Um, Ferociously sucking a dildo, like, as another girl was wearing it. Like, but she was like this little tiny girl. And it was a big, big girl. And oh no, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if that's weird, but it was just. I think I mean, when you're me, you just don't want to see it. I think that's yeah. just it. I, you know, um, even the the porn that I have watched is in a very specific kind of category. Sure, so, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> and I have to be prepared for it and, and by myself, you know, but not it just well. And it's also privacy, and you get to decide what yeah. it is you want to watch, as opposed to something aggressively happening in front of yeah. you. Yeah, which is a completely different experience. It is violating in uh, many ways <laughs> yeah it can be a lot and i know that's like kind of what people do at Folsom and like great i'm at a party called deviance um but it's still like i think no matter how many times i know it's gonna happen you know you're still like uh i think it's more also what made it the worst part is like you know if i just had to see it and just like you know in my peripheral peripheral and i could walk by it yeah. but i had to actively Engage. Stop engage. Stop. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> Nico was laughing. She's like, "Cause I always say baby to game it. I'll like, no baby, you can't do that. No baby, no baby." <laughs> and I said, I "Said baby, you gotta don't go downstairs. <laughs> you gotta go downstairs. Literally and figuratively. Please, yeah, please, please <laughs> head downstairs to the dungeon. Um, but yeah." Um, is how big was this location too? This location is huge. It's an old warehouse. It's four stories. Wait, is four, five? Okay. And That's every huge. single floor had people. Like there, I think they sold over eighteen hundred tickets or something. Seventeen hundred. Oh my god, that's a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and all dressed in leather and you know it just it creates a mood it creates a mood oh my god yeah wow so fun fun stuff so do you think you'll be working this event next year you know if maybe okay okay i i guess here's the thing is I think I would, this is the first year that this group has done it. I would probably like make, the, I'm hoping what will happen next year is that there's more clarity in the rules. Mm-hmm. And that, cause I liked like there were exhibition shows that were kind of cool. And even though like, if, I'm not into BDSM, but like kind of watching people get whipped and stuff is interesting to me. Right. So I didn't sure. mind that element of it. But um, I think just for the, the curiosity's rules. sake, or yeah, like that. I think it's interesting to me that there's people who genuinely love that stuff. Like, right, they're getting whipped, not not easily, not yeah. It's like, and um, with all sorts of different things. Like one, and this one girl was pouring wet hot wax all over people. Like you know, that's just like wow, these people. Are, so it's, 
I didn't mind what I don't mind that going on in the background or whatever. Like that's not I think if the rules are clearer and I don't have to police people's sex, I think I wouldn't mind as much. Do you know what I mean? If I don't have to interrupt people having relations. I think it will be a different experience, right? Why, It'll be a lot different. The term relations so much <laughs> grosser. <laughs> uh, yeah, having relations, my God. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, so you're doing a family-friendly version? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a completely different event. This, this producer just okay. produces all sorts of events. Okay. It's, um, it's a street fair. Okay. Um, there's some drag shows and DJs and things like that. So I'm stage managing for that. So that'll be fun. Um, and that's this weekend, Castro Street Fair. Happens once a year. That's um, great. Yeah. That's what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> what about you? You have anything to look forward to this weekend? Um, I am auditing an acting class, which I'm very excited about. Um, that was recommended to me. And then um, I'm going to be having some lunch with some friends. And that's pretty much the only things that I have <laughs> this weekend. Okay. Um, I have my very last uh, PT session this tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, that's a yeah. big deal. It is a big deal. And I, w- I was going to make like a whole little poster for them because like they have jerseys of like famous athletes and shit on the wall of like people that they've helped out and i wanted to make like a a dumb stupid poster (laughs) with i know and i just haven't done it and maybe i'll maybe i'll try and get that together before tomorrow and get that printed out somewhere and uh bring it to something (laughs) or even if you draw it on there i think that would be funny like drawing a <laughs> on the back of a jersey with Hampton on the back. Yeah, yeah, Hampton. And yeah. It's just like my dumbass is like, hey, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> keep on, keep it on. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so- something like that. Like at one point, I, w- I was thinking about making a movie poster that was like, look who's walking now. Um, <laughs> yes, love that. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll we'll see. I'll I'll figure it out before <laughs> the next time we record on. Uh, hopefully I make that before tomorrow but yeah yeah I'm not I'm not totally sure um yeah and then trying to uh find my chill and my calm without um resorting to substance (laughs) there you go yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes it's almost like I don't know why I'm doing this but I do like we we had been doing uh, as you love when I say we had been doing weed for too long <laughs> doing the weed doing the weed um, but yeah no I, I realized it was a little bit of a crutch and um, okay yeah and it's good that that we're stopping but my god all I want to do is just sit on the couch and not be freaking out the entire time <laughs> I feel you I feel yeah. you yeah so I think that's going to be the big goal for the weekend is just figuring out how to relax without getting something to help me relax. Right. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah. Uh, well, my friends, please remember that the universe is utter chaos. So please be kind to one another. Uh, Marie, do you have anything that you'd like to leave the people with? 
Yeah. Wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Marie's seen too much. She's seen too much. Wear a goddamn condom. I said too, and not only that, I didn't see enough condoms. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Saying? Yeah. So wear a condom, please, if you're going to have public sex. <laughs> oh my god! Or any sex. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, speaking of wrapping it up, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I can't wait to title this "Sex Police." All right, yes. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to Ninety-One Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at ninetyonedonkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. Um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. Hi-o! From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 